0: This is uh, Chaplain Garza, Street Evangelist, h Sound Squad Radio, and I'm here with... A.T. Tour. Jesus lives in my city. Amen. So uh, let the people know who you are, man. How long have you been serving the Lord? I've been serving since um, probably about going on six years, but saved, I got saved. I came to uh, the Lord Jesus Christ in 2008, late 2008 and ever since it's just been growth it's been uh, understanding of the power of his mercy and his his grace over us and it's just been a humbling experience till today so you know amen yeah we're well, right now we're here in alice texas we're at the relentless conference here uh here with the victoria's frontline ministries and um you want to tell some people some more things yeah yeah definitely well well i, I just want to introduce myself so right now i'm uh, I go by Pastor A.T. My first name is actually Christian Alexander and I was telling you uh, earlier, brother, I was saying that, you know, um, I'm not from here. So I was actually born in Central America, small country of El Salvador. Maybe you guys have heard it. Uh, at the age of six, I found myself pretty much on a donkey and I know this might sound hilarious or whatnot, but I crossed, you know, uh, land and sea just to get here. Emigrated from uh, El Salvador, Central America. Uh, came here, no papers, uh, no English. Um, my family uh, had been here prior to me. They were actually persecuted in El Salvador. Uh, a lot of politics that were going on back then, and so they were looking for my family to get rid of them, along with a lot of people in the family. And uh, you know, I was I was blessed to be um, left behind, so to speak. Uh, with family in El Salvador while my mom and dad were here Uh, but when they brought me I came in and uh, that's where my journey began Uh, came to a country with not speaking a word of English you know um, was bullied uh, pretty much the the first uh, eight years of my life which were very detrimental Uh, Growing up and being called so many different names just because I didn't speak English. Now I'm to the point where I speak English fluently. Uh, I joined the military afterwards. And then finally, um, I found Christ. And uh, uh, unfortunately for me, as it is for a lot of people, um, I found it the hard way as a last resort because it was either that or just either dying uh, taking my life, you know, I, I was bound by drugs, addiction, uh, all types of things. Uh, and, and I'll be honest, with you, if we could say it on the radio, you know, a, a lot of uh, uh, things that, that, that eat you up, such as pornography, uh, I had a lot of anger issues. Um, I was a fighter, I was a drunk, uh, uh, did crystal meth, and everything that you could think about. Um, until that day that I was feeling like I was unworthy. I really didn't want to live anymore. I almost took my life, and uh, it happened to be that somebody called that moment. It had to be somebody that I didn't really talk to. I didn't never got along with, and they had found Jesus. And it struck me because I'm like, why is this person calling me when we're like enemies? And uh, she told me about Jesus. And she told me not not to do it. Somebody had uh, told her that, you know, I was thinking of suicide. And uh, she told me, let me just pray for you. Don't do it, son. He says, I just ask this one, one, one time that you give your life to God for real and that you give him everything. Cry out to him, son. If it doesn't work, then you don't have to worry about it. And she said, put me on speaker. And she did. And I'm going to pray for you and just lift your arms up and just give him all. Just cry out to him and i did i put the phone down i i I raised my hand she began to pray and i out of nowhere this presence came over me and all the drugs that i i was on for so long and the alcohol and everything the fear the depression the anxiety the suicidal tendencies they all disappeared in just a moment and i felt love for the very first time time—a love like never before a love that's unexplainable and that's when it began i remained crying for the next two three hours just crying and crying like a baby not knowing what had hit me except feeling the love of god and sometimes you know back then the problem was that you wanted that hug from someone that you love you wanted that person to physically visit you or at least call you you know with god you can't hear his voice audibly or at least some can and have i have by the way um but it's, it's, it was a difference between having someone hug me rather than believing something that I could not see. But when I felt it, even though I could not see it, I knew because it washed me clean. It, it, just, it just swept me off my feet. Um, my life changed uh, immediately after that. It was an experience. The next day, she had invited me to a revival that was going on in her church. I showed up, not even knowing how. The whole church was already waiting for me, my brother, and uh, I go in there, and that's when I received Christ. That's when I received, received Him in my life. Man. And I'm going to tell you, it's an experience like never, ever before. I've never experienced something quite like it. I was very quiet, unsocial because of all the things I've been, the bullying. And when the Holy Spirit came upon me, I felt like as light as a feather. And when I went outside, there was a lot, a lot of people. This was a revival that was supposed to be a two-day. By by, eight, by the sixth hour, we had a little break, and we go outside, my bro. And I started looking at the trees, and it's like unbelievable. I couldn't hold it. The beauty of God's creation, the things that I never paid attention to, like the sky and the trees and the birds and everything. I was just like, like some people would say in La La Land. I... I, I was in. I was just filled with joy, and laughter, and screaming, saying, "Oh, look at this! So beautiful!" When I was telling that person, right, that we were in friends with that came and, and provided, you know, the way, which is Jesus. I was telling her, "Look at the birds, tia. Look at how beautiful. Oh, oh my God!" And I started telling that people, and some people I could hear them on the side. They're like, "I ese, I ese muchacho." le tocó el Espíritu Santo a ese muchacho el Espíritu Santo el fuego le entró mira cómo está Mm -hmm. y yo decía sin saber I would say without even knowing I was like wow this is what life feels like this is what true living is about awesome and um, that's really uh, my story and that's how things uh, took place Um, now recently and, and currently Uh, I'm actually an evangelist. Uh, I'm ordained as a licensed minister. I'm a pastor and slash evangelist, but it's a little different. Uh, Evangelist, uh, this is an evangelist. I consider myself an evangelist that is open for anything. We have evangelists that uh, go to different churches. We have evangelists that go to the street corners. We have evangelists that go (coughs) everywhere. And I've had the opportunity. Uh, to go evangelize with some amazing, amazing men of God. Uh, one of them, I'll say his name is Philip Blair. Uh, Philip Blair has traveled pretty much all over the, the world. And uh, uh, we were able That's awesome, brother. That's an awesome testimony, man. How God, I mean, your story of you overcoming adversity, man, everything. you coming here from another country, man. And how God has impacted your life, man. You're truly an inspirational man, and instrumental in people's lives. And it was an honor to uh, bless you with one of those combat coins, man. Hey, thank you, man. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, you're a soldier on the front line. Come on. Freeze All right, back. this is Chaplain Garza and Pastor A.T. Tor, and we're out.